Broadcasting Network. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Life Lessons with Jim Carolla and Ray Oldhofer.
right, so we're ready to go, and this will be our, we did two today, this will be our second, this will be for the following week. All right, now, what I'm kind of saying today is that um, the change of behavior is really a, a big thing, um, and I don't want us just to get caught in the will tra- uh, willpower trap and make that, that's the do-all of everything. No, that's a beginning. Like that's the pre-work. But to be realistic, we have to see what we're also ahead. Um, so for those that are following this and doing the work and uh, working with your willpower uh, as we've been working with it as a muscle, that's possible to get stronger and you might get more control of your life and see some of the accomplices that also were not, uh, that are adding to the difficulty because we don't see them. So we're we're out. So are you saying that the the willpower part of it that you we've been talking about for weeks now, and and we've had assignments and so on and so forth, and now you should have developed something where you can count on it. You're saying that's tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that's that's the beginning. If you're able to do that, it shows that you're ready for get into more complex reasons. Do you think you just crushed everybody <laughs> just now, though? I mean, that, <sighs> you know what I mean. That like, there's part of me that goes, what? That's the beginning, you know, just, but that's the funny thing is I associate that with my schooling, you know, I mean, I could have been a decent student, but there was a lot of work that was involved. Yeah. So I needed to play instead. Right. Yeah. That's funny, that association. Well, see, I'm trying to paint a more, I'm trying to paint a real, realistic picture. I don't want us to get stuck with something called, then there'll be a disappointment, um, so I'm trying to say it in, a, in a way that's more closer to the reality of what uh, behavior change would be. There are many forces that encourage us to, to overeat, overspend, lounge too much, smoke, drink too much, play video games too much, and on and on and on. Um, so they could easily get us into those and we're now, by using pill, willpower, we're trying to um, come face-to-face with a few of them. Uh, Ray has with his um, uh, uh, smoking. non-smoking. You told, us, you told us in a previous episode you'd give us a number count next time. You know where you're at? What's today's date? Today's date is November 17th. So plus 12. Well, what was the three, quit date? Six, I'll figure nine, it out. July 5th. It was okay. my last day. Okay, give me a second. I got a lot. So I got a lot under my belt, Jim. No matter, there? Yeah. No matter what the number is, you're to be commended for that. Only one, only yeah. one nicotine OD, thank you, that I suffered, and now I'm on... What is a nicotine OD? I had a nicotine overdose. I understand what OD stands for, but how do you do that? Uh, you take... Well, first of all, you should read any package of anything you're taking. That would be a good move. <laughs> do that. And then um, I hadn't eaten for a, I, I have a tendency not to eat sometimes. So I drank a couple of pots of coffee. I wasn't eating, and I took my intake on nicotine lozenges was something like that day because it was particularly stressful. It was something like seventeen, eighteen, and upon reading the package, not to exceed five in a six-hour time limit. So what happens to you is you sweat profusely. You turn red and white, and then you eat something and take a shower, and it goes away. It takes about about ten minute, ten minute, you know, weird thing. 
Well, sorry that happened, man, but congratulations on being off of uh, off smoking for that long. That's great. And then you read the if you read the package also it says call poison control center. Which I didn't bother doing. I, I figured it out, so I was okay. Anyway, yeah. be careful. Okay. Out there. Okay, so um we know that uh, this we're outnumbered. You know, we're a human being in a in a little planet somewhere and this and uh the cosmos has tremendous forces. Our habits has produced things. But like anything you would be training for, or as a musician, or let's say a boxer, you know, all the, all the road work and all that. Now, if you can't do that, then you just can't, you can't, you won't be able to, you know, do your athletic sport or music either. The hours musicians put in of tirelessly playing scales and so forth. I'm saying that's the willpower. It's not, it's not, but, but don't make that, but I'm saying you need more than that. The boxer needs experience. The musician has to be, play with other musicians and get experience and so on. So the, so the pre-work is the willpower. But, so let me, let me add a little bit more to that. Um, source one, I wanted three or four sources. Love what you hate. If you are ever to succeed at changing and staying changed, you will have to learn to disarm your impulses and make the right choices pleasurable. In other words, we can't stay with the pain of it all the time. We're going to have to begin to um, things that we ordinarily say we dislike or something. Um, we almost have to. We might have to find. Some um, uh, something good about it. So to love what you dislike, uh, that that in itself is quite quite something. Wow, the that's only, a big one. That's a big one, and we'll go, I'm going more a little more into that. But the only way you can sustain change is, is to to um, uh, to change what brings you pleasure. You do. You do. Will learn to change our lives. Oh yeah, it, it, it's. It, um, we can't just go by the pleasure impulse. Um, I mean, think of somebody doing road work at six in the morning in preparation for a boxing match. You know, running ten miles, and um, you know, um, there's things that have to be done prior to it. But we have to learn to get something out, even out of that run, some way to work with that run that we're also uh, helping to make us more conscious in that, in that run. Second thing is do what you can't. Do what you can't. Um, if change is taking too much willpower, it's probably because we lack skill. So we're going to, sound, we're going to try to begin to see what's, what is skill then? What, is, what do we need to know that... Um, when change seems hard, we blame our character. Say, hey, Jim. Oh. Go ahead. When change seems hard, we blame our character? Yeah. In other words, we call ourselves weak, and that's because of a character. I, I know that's something I've said in myself over the years, and I just don't have this, I, I just don't have the fortitude. That's another good word. I don't have the fortitude. I can't do what the other kids do and so forth. It's not... 
it may be that it's not that you're weak. It may be that you're ignorant. There's a difference. Ignorant can be fixed. Surprisingly quick sometimes. Um, but um, this other part doesn't. So there's a certain skill now to begin to understand where am I? What am I doing? Um, am I looking in developing skills if it's food about losing weight? Am I understanding about the balances of food and calories and so on? In other words, let's add some skill. Skill can help for some deliberate practice, you, you can master skills that make change easier and more permanent. So we're going towards like it's not just weakness in character that the world mostly says, I have said over the years. It's that we don't have the skill. We don't, we don't understand skill process. People that understand skill go deeply into things and see what can work and what doesn't work. They're willing to pay the dues of the skill, getting a skill. I know it on trumpet that there's something, there's challenges in what they call the, the technicalities of, uh, oh, I can't think of the exact name, it's called the technicalities of the instrument, where it's dabbing in, I'm delving into areas that are just painstakingly, that I just, I have such a resistance to it, to go through that sludge. Um, but I know that skill is needed if I'm going to do another step. So, Skill. Before I'd say, well, that's because you know, I felt sorry for myself and I don't get it, blah, blah. No, um, no. Let's get understand that needs, skill needs to be needed. And check on what you're doing and get to know about it, get to see what you're dealing with. You kind of, kind of idea of moving from just lack and weakness to possibility of skill. Three. Turning our accomplices into friends. Now, that's a kind of a strange one. Habits are like a team sport. They require lots of accomplices to start and sustain. Few people have any idea how many others are involved in understanding their effort to change through encouraging and uh, enabling bad choices. If you want to change your behavior, you have to turn a few accomplices into friends. So, as we begin to see what the, accompl the accomplices are, now we've got to see, is it possible to have that work for us? In other words, to utilize the energy once we begin to see it for our help. It harkens to number one, too, mm -hmm. doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. Now, and that, that one to do, do what you can, that's a big one. Because that's the thing we put aside, we don't want to do. Um, uh, do what you can. Take something. I'm, I'm terrible at this and that I, anything like the, to read the manuals and to do things, I just, Lynn takes care of all that. So I decided. <laughs> she's, loved, she's great, she reads manuals. <laughs> step by I helped step. you with your um, what was that your copier the other yeah, day right, yeah Ray helped me with that <laughs> and you even had the instructions in your hand yeah yeah that's I've been I've been hiding from that one for a long time so do what you can so I took like one thing the blood pressure machine 
And I don't know. Lynn fixes that up. She knows what to do. She reads the, and I. I Did you do it? Yeah. But that for me, that was an example of doing what I can't. And you know what else our listeners can do? They can go to Amazon.com, Jim. That's what they can do. Mm -hmm. Hey, you guys, this is Ray with Life Lessons with Jim Carolla. And this is a plea because business is business and our business isn't doing so well. So please help us out. You got that? And I'm not kidding. Help us out. So go to Life Lessons website and click through the Amazon banner and help us. Come on. Now that's a plea and it's a good one. Do so. Thanks. So we're looking for parts of us that were habits or just took for granted. And we're now trying to actually see. It's, not, it's like somebody like, um, uh, like a friend that, or that, even a friend, but somebody you deal with or something, and, and you now work towards more togetherness with that person. And he might be, intent, he might be um, you know, mean-spirited or something. But you work with trying to make make that work for you. So first, first we have to discover them and actually call them um, uh, that. And um, and I'll have to go more into this. But today I'm giving you the headlines of it. Um, and another thing is, and this is really important. Let me end this part with that. Um, we got to begin to. We're like, in other words, we're going to see unique, instead of just having off-the-book self magazines and me here, but something to unique to you. So you have to like be your own scientist. You've got to begin to see who you are. Um, there's something in you that's your science, your scientist. And you're going to need to begin to um, take a deeper look at yourself. In other words, people are different. They have unique ways of doing things. and So you, you begin to find that for you. You're making a study of yourself. And rather than just following some laws from a magazine. Because that never works. That's why I'm prompting us early. So we understand that. Yeah, and that, that self-study thing, if you... Which is a, it can be a, a really tough one, but if you go into it with um, number one, and you know love what you hate, uh, you, you man, you got a lot to do now. Mm. There's a lot to do, yeah. and it's inspiring. I mean, the way you you've jotted this thing out, it it feels really um, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there feels like there's huge upswing to this. Yeah, but we're touching on some new stuff today, but we'll come back to it. But let me give you the final It makes one. me feel like I don't want to get drunk in the park. Oh. That's, yeah. See, that's my shock thing right. that I was talking about earlier. Anymore. Right. So Gray, Ray just discovered this shock dynamic. Okay, but that's for us now to find what we're doing and what we're saying. But let me give you the final one. Now, this one is really important, I think. I want you to list what I call the crucial moments of your life. Now, for example, if you're, um, if you're an eater, um, it isn't that it's the same all the time. It isn't that every, every hour is the same as other. No, there's crucial moments that it really counts on. 
and to find your crucial moments. Actually write them in your manual. Like when I come, remember I talked about the cookies or the, uh, that dessert coming towards it, coming towards me. Now, as far as the dessert was concerned, this was a crucial moment. All day I didn't have this temptation at all. Now I'm visually having this moment. It's a crucial moment whether I'm able to sustain or not. You see what I mean? It's not all equal. They're crucial moments. If you can begin to feel the crucial moments of your life, for Ray with smoking, for we all have things that are that they're the biggest temptations. List your crucial moments. So Friday at three o'clock, blah blah blah. That's the time I smelled the smoke. Was out in the hall. I really wanted the cigarette at that time. Um, Tuesday evening, when um, they brought out the dessert, and I'm trying to not have dessert. Whatever it is, that's the crucial moment. You understanding what I mean? Crucial, and actually list that in your book. Crucial moment. Underline it. On Tuesday, name it. Tell, say what you did. You can even say some of the thoughts you have. It's funny because we've run into. There's a. I think. Tis the season for crucial moments too, with the um, oh. with the with the daylight savings time and the time the clocks turn back. Because I know throughout my <clears throat> excuse me history, you know, even as a, chi- a child, when the clocks would turn back, the only upswing was that um, it was ha- Halloween. So you got all this candy or whatever. You went out trick or treating. I mean, I remember this back to when I was a kid. But I remember the depression of it being dark so early you know that it was 445 or 450 and it was effing dark out and that that three-hour window of what do i do or what i mean i still have that i Mm -hmm. still feel that and when you're speaking of crucial moments it's like oh it's dark maybe i should go get a drink or i should go visit Mm -hmm. friends or what i'm what i'm attracted to to avoid my own being at some level you know, I mean, yeah. there's plenty to do. There's plenty for me to do. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely look for, for ways to get out of a deeper truth. Yeah. And that one you could use the rest of your life in any context you want to use it on. Find the moments that are crucial. This moment counts. What I do right now really counts. Now, um, let's go kind of into the holidays uh, we have about another 10 minutes or so. Um, is, this is a place where you can see crucial moments. Boy, by the tons. With all that food in front of us, people overeating, drinking, piling the food on, smoke, whatever it is, there's a real laboratory of crucial moments. I'm seeing what my impulses are, how they want more and more. But that's an exceptional situation. But <clears throat> the Christmas parties, yeah, thing, all that kind of stuff. Yep, gatherings like you were saying of people you don't see very often. Not liking mm-hmm. your family. Not liking your family. Yeah, around the holidays, sometimes you get those auxiliary uh, relatives who maybe you're not so fond Gary, of. Gary, you've been you... holding some stuff under your hat for a while. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking for the listeners. Uh huh. <laughs> sure you are. Uh-huh. Sure you are. <laughs> Um, mm. I would have said that 15 years ago, too. (laughs) Okay, podcasters, put down that that important term. And um, 
and before, in fact, before plans are really, before we can make even uh, plans, the crucial moments have to be found out. You've got to know your crucial moments before you even get into any real planning and know what to look for at those times. Because then you can compare. When you move into something where you're ill-prepared and it just surprises you, there's a good chance you're not going to have, uh, or won't be able to um, overcome it. But if you have a plan before it, when you go into the place, you have that in mind, then some, we're able to be better at uh, whatever we're trying for. Spontaneously, it may not. Of you're not prepared. <clears throat> but spontaneously, you just go down the old road that yeah. you're accustomed to. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's a good way to say it. That's, that's exactly the old path. Um, but if you have a plan, now first of all, remember you have your crucial moments now. Want a cigarette, want a beer, whatever all that is. Uh, there's a lot of different categories of it. But you know that's when you really go off. Well, that wouldn't even been a temptation for you earlier. But now it is. Crucial moment. And list them for this week. Okay. Uh, that's all I'll do with the actual technicalities of uh, stuff. Um... So, the holidays are here. Think, number one, of, uh, oh, I guess you made plans. You're going to be somewhere with friends or family. Um, and have a sense of, let this be a different, bring some consciousness into this holiday. They use the now of this holiday. When we're actually in the room, we're with the people, and incidentally you can make some good um, aims about what you think you could do in that room. Um, something easy, not hard. I don't have to over-speak or give some others a chance or whatever. And maybe um, beginning to look at ourselves in that way. Um, so, what do you think, podcasters? Wherever you're going for your Thanksgiving, make a couple of aims about something different. Something that you usually don't do. Um, and then follow by seeing um, if I'm able to keep it. Just a, just a little test time. And see what that could be. Because a lot of drama, a lot of family, a lot of bringing back old memories, old family times, friends, uh, some unhappinesses of not being with people that you once were with. Um, you know, my family, everybody's dead. So I had a brother that died fairly recently. But with, um, I wish to be with, with him. Uh, so thoughts of, um, of that. Um, so to make this, we're going to try to make this a little different Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourself, do you know, with your friends and family, but also pick a couple of 
aims to see if you can go for it. While you're eating with your feet on the floor or something where you're bringing our consciousness in, where you're bringing the silent witness. Okay, so I'm looking at our time. I see we're getting down to the 30-minute mark. Um, um, so as we... Like, what would be... Can you, know, you name... Like, what would be a name, let's say, for you? Like I'm thinking of my aims. What would my, my aim be on Thanksgiving? Mine's going to be a little different, but... Um, like, I have a... Uh, a nephew who has Down syndrome, mm. and um, he's quite entertaining, also. But like, how to treat him, you know, differently? Mm. Yeah, something yeah. about him. Oh, something, something about him. Take just that child, and that, and you have time to think about it. What would be different? A way that I could be with him. That's different. That could be quite a name. Yeah. Big. He offers a lot, too. Oh, you yeah. bet if he has that Down syndrome. Okay, I see our kind of scatting time is uh, with us. My aim for the um, holidays is not to scat. How's uh-huh. that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that won't be true. One, two, okay, we hear the count. Okay, just a quick little review before going into our scattings. We said goodbye to our audience. Remember, we started off with the effects of thought, negative thought. Remember that A-N-T? That has a real effect on you. Our body reacts to it, all that. So remember that part. And also, a key thing today is we talked about... um, accomplices and um, um, attitudes and habits and so on and seeing the ground begin to see the power of them a little more and then we finally rounded it off at that key point of um, the crucial moment remember that one list it and see what you can do with that Throw the sources in there, Jim. The sources, too. And the sources, yeah. Um, do what you can't do. Pick out something and and make that your aim to do that thing you can't do like I picked to, to put that machine together. Okay. Ray's really getting you into scatting now, huh? Do what you can't, Jim. Do what you can't. Get way up there, Ray. Listen to him. He's really gone now. Beep. Beep. 
Bidi bidi bo 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 de. I think we're coming to the end. See you, podcasters. Have a good holiday. Reach the show on Twitter at LLWJC or email us at Jim Carolla at AdamCarolla.com.
Space Broadcasting Network.